Welcome to the Make Away Podcast, where we believe that there is God-given greatness in each and every one of us. We're on a mission to identify, harness, and amplify that greatness in you, starting by living out ours. This is the Make Away Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Make Away Podcast. Uh, my name is Taylor. And I'm Melissa. <laughs> and we are your hosts. And we're just going to start out by, I know this has been a common theme, so maybe you're not surprised if you're a frequent listener, but we were just talking off mic or off, you know, recording about how we just keep showing up and we're so exhausted. <laughs> we just have so much going on and we don't know what we're going to talk about. Um, so just being transparent, that's where you find us today. Uh, which could be exciting. I don't know. It's kind of one of those who knows where things are going to take us. We have an idea of it. Who knows what's going to happen. And those are usually our best episodes. (laughs) They are usually our best episodes. Very true. So um, as has been the common theme the last few months, and we'll probably continue to be our life's journey as we just both have a lot of new and multiple big things happening at once for both ourselves and our husbands and our families. Uh, so it's been it's been quite an adventure, and we keep showing up on a weekly basis and being like, "So here's where life is now." And it's like, "Oh, great!" Another in the one? past seven days, let me give you the twenty five point checklist of what's changed. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but it's yeah, super fun. We're both living in that space right now where it's we're doing the what I'm calling the hermit phase, where it's like we're just buckling down, doing the nitty gritty hard work that is what it takes to reach our dreams. So it's like, we've hit the, we've hit the, uh, if you've read the book, the gap in the gain, have you read that? Mm -mm. Oh, it's a really good one. You should read it. It's talking about like the difference in who you know you are and who you know you want to be versus where you're at right now. And so it's like, I feel like we're finally hitting into the gain portion of that. So if you've read that book, that'll make sense. If you haven't read that book, go grab it. Um, but it's it's really exciting because in the midst of the exhaustion, we both said this, like, we're so tired. We are going to bed with our laptops in our laps, which some people might not say is healthy. It's definitely not sustainable, but we're doing it with smiles on our face because we're doing the work that we're really excited about and that we love. So that's fun. Yeah? Yeah. I know earlier I was <laughs> telling Taylor, I was like, I just look tired. If you're watching this and watching the video portion, you can see on our face that we are, we are tired, but it is, we're here and it's exciting. (laughs) It's exciting. Um, And it will be worth it. Absolutely. So stay tuned for more today. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm super pumped because we're talking about my jam, which is marketing. So we and I'm going to um, ask questions because I don't know marketing. <laughs> that's right. So we're just going to basically give you a live consult uh, of what what I have done. So I know we talk a lot about or in the past, and many of you who are listening know me as a real estate professional, and that is absolutely still true. Um, but before I was in real estate, I have been in marketing for most of all of my professional career. Actually, um, I got my marketing degree from Washington State, go Cougs. I've been in sales since my first jobs in college, sales, customer service, 
and marketing. And I got my degree because I really wanted to go work for a record label or an entertainment company. That was always my dream. And, you know, that didn't happen. Long story. <laughs> Long story. If you are in a phase of your life, let's just take a tangent real quick. You're coming out of high school and you happen to be in a really good, you know, a relationship. And you're like, this this guy's the one. Ladies. And <laughs> And anything in between. If it comes down to it and you're like, I choose this relationship or a big step in my life, good relationship. If it can't survive the big step and whatever mm-hmm. challenges that, it's not meant to be. Yeah. So for the love of God, Preach. don't give up your dreams for a man. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell, I did. And everything worked out beautifully. But um, that is my long story or my the short story long of how I did not pursue my dreams of working in entertainment in marketing. Um, but I have worked for multiple Fortune 500 companies. I worked at Comcast in their advertising sales division for a total of four years at Nordstrom. Um, and I've just been in entrepreneurship, marketing and sales positions for all of my life, which is how I fell into real estate, actually, as I burned out of the corporate world. It wasn't for me. And I had a mentor who was like, hey, you should come sell real estate. You'd be great at it. And I was like, okay. So that's how real estate came into the picture. And I got to apply all of my skills in new and different ways. And then the past, gosh, two to three years, I've really been focusing as you guys probably know specifically on digital marketing, online marketing through social media, um, through all that that encompasses, which is a really big umbrella. And I've learned from some of the best people in my industry and in the business world, and not everyone can afford to pay for what I have learned. And so I want to pass that on. And that's what we're going to, we're just going to cover like maybe some of the basics today. Um, but we want to be able to bring you guys more, more of that type of content, because again, like everyone thinks they're a marketing and social media expert right now, right? Like, well, I do mean? not. <laughs> well, yes, you're because you're you're because I'm honest with myself. <laughs> but if you scroll on social media, it's like everyone's like, "Oh, I'm an expert, and I need to teach you." That's that's not who I'm trying to be. I'm trying to grow my right. business, which is what I'm going to do through it. I'm not trying to be the new guru. I have nothing to sell you. Um, all I have is my experience, what has worked for me, what hasn't worked for me, um, knowledge that I've learned from these amazing people who are leading the industry, leading businesses that are, I mean, massive. Uh, so I want to, uh, pass that down to you today for free 99. Um, so where should we start? How about you? Where would you, so let's say, I know a lot of our listeners are small business owners. We've got a lot of um, stay-at-home moms who are doing their side hustle or who are working moms doing their side hustle, people who are business owners, realtors. We've got the whole spread. So what can we teach today that will help? So I think a question that I asked you, I mean, you're because you're helping me clearly. (laughs) I am. I have have Um, helped Alyssa launch her new real estate team. Yeah. So um, I pretty sure my first question was, I don't even know where to start. So it's like, where do we even start? Mm -hmm. If you're trying to like build this brand, launch this Mm -hmm. social media presence, where do you start? 
That is such a great question. For most people, our limitations come from our resources, right? So maybe we don't have the money or the time right now to put into it. Um, so if you are growing something, I uh, just want to say first and foremost, I totally get it. So what what I am helping teach people and I think what we've worked on is how can we be the most efficient with your time and your, your energy and your money? Um, and we are super gifted with this great thing called the internet and social media because it can be free. There are a lot of people like myself who are pouring a lot of money into it to do it at a new level, uh, which will get you guys there. But the great thing is it's absolutely free. We all have a professional grade camera in our pockets and apps that are free or like $5. So if you're willing just to spend some time and stay consistent and dedicated, you can absolutely be just as successful as a person with a $10,000 a month marketing budget. So don't limit yourself. That's my first thing is if you're like, even with Alyssa, like we've had this conversation a lot, like I can do it for you. And you're in a space where it's like, you can afford to pay for some help, which is Mm -hmm. great. And that's more valuable than your time and learning. Right. If that's not you, then you have all the resources right in front of you. You just got to dive in and and commit to it. So my first thing is be ready to commit and to be consistent and to be ready to do the work, even if it's not um, in the obvious ways working. I'm using air quotes if you're not watching the video. I was just talking to someone yesterday and he's like, "Um, yeah, I've been like putting the content out and I noticed that ever since I started, like my engagement's way down. And I said, that's fine because here's what I have learned. And this is one of those, no one taught me this. I noticed it is that the actual, so like home sale deals or marketing deals that I have done. So the clients that I have gained from my efforts are people who I didn't even know followed me, who never liked my stuff, who never commented, who never engaged, but they saw it. So we get so hyper-focused on the metrics and the engagement. And I'm not saying those aren't important. They are. And they're really helpful tools. But they're not the end-all, be-all. Because the people who are like, hey, I keep seeing your stuff every day. And I know. They don't like it. They don't share it. Like, you're not mm-hmm. helpful person. Right. Thanks for your support. Um, that's a little vicious. Sorry. <laughs> um, Tell us how you really feel about it. it. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, but they are seeing it. They are hearing the message. Um, I sold uh, two years ago. My highest home sale was at uh, just right on over 500000 because I sent out a newsletter via email to a client I didn't even know checked their email. And they were like, how's your husband's painting company? And I, I literally asked them, I was like, how do you know we have a painting company? Like I hadn't talked to this person in three years. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we read your newsletter every month. Like, Hot damn. it's working for two years and you're you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of that basic stuff where they're like send it out send it out send it out and you're like it's not Mm -hmm. working and then it does and then you make a twenty thousand dollar commission and you're like okay so it's a lot of moments like that where um a home builder relationship that i have um i've had a, a, a few different ones actually that was one of my goals is you know reaching this home builder and showing them I know what I'm doing and they never responded to my emails they never you know same story never engaged but I they told me they saw my stuff they were impressed with what I was doing and they hired me and that uh, made me a lot more money than twenty thousand dollars let me tell you that so I just want to start by saying that because 
the first step is not disqualifying yourself, right? Um, so if you're maybe you've started working on the social media marketing, um, you're frustrated, you're stuck, whatever, I just want to encourage you by saying like, it's not just about the engagement that I should probably do the math, but I think 60% of the actual conversions from my online presence to paying customers have not been people who've been super engaged, which is kind of crazy. Right. So um, the basic starting point is I always ask people to take a step back from what they're doing. So what Alyssa and I have gone through is something that I learned from my coach is we do what I call a brand audit. And so that's taking a look at what you're doing, who you are as a company, as a business, who you are as a person, what your goals are, and most importantly is understanding who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times one of the biggest mistakes that we make in our marketing is we're talking to people the way we think they want to be spoken to, right? Mm -hmm. We're not putting ourselves in their shoes and thinking about them first. And that's because it's understandable, right? It's like, here's my service. Here's what I can do. I need you to buy from me. Mm -hmm. No one wants to buy from that person. Right. Some people will. But if we change the narrative and we look at that from a standpoint of here's what I'm doing, here's the solution that this brings to people, here's why I'm doing it, it becomes more of the mission-based and solution-based. So that, that messaging, just from that state of mind, whatever you're creating, whether it's copy, it's a video, it's an ad, just changing that perspective and speaking to that person's problems, providing a solution, that's when we actually see um what we call conversion. And I'm speaking in very like business terms today because it's important. You're a business owner. Right. Know the, know the lingo, right? Right. Um, so the basics of that, and I, I mean, I could talk about this for hours and marketing, especially digital marketing is a massive umbrella of information. But as we're talking about the basics, I would, I would ask you, um, do you understand what we call our brand pillars? Do you understand, um, what your brand house is, which is why do you exist? What makes you different? And um, some of the attributes. So how how do you present different? And that's from asking the question, not who do I want to be, but what are people perceiving from me? Which that's a tough question to ask sometimes. It right? was. You, you asked me a bunch of questions and I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't had to think like this before. It's just a change in mindset and a change in uh, point of view mm-hmm. of like what to focus on. Yeah, absolutely. And especially because, I mean, being even just in the last like six months, people caught on and they got smart and they started replicating because, you know, the access to creating high level, good, well-cut videos and transitioning that onto your daily posting is, is simple. People saw that it was working from successful people and they started replicating it. So it got noisier. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's harder to make more of an impact in theory. So again, going back down to the basic resources is you want to hyper-focus and especially when it's like, you're like, I don't have advertising money. I can't hire someone to film and edit my videos. I can't pay for ads. Great. We don't have a lot of time, energy, and resources to waste. So another one of those mistakes that people make is not hyper-focusing. They want their product to be for everyone. Mm -hmm. Unless you're Toyota or Coca-Cola, 
you don't have the budget or spread to focus on the right people. So one of the hardest questions that I had to ask myself and one of the biggest pivots in my business, and you know, you walked through it with me, um, was I, I actually interviewed some of my past clients and my coach had me go do this. And I was like, oh no, I'm scared. But I found out some invaluable information because who I assumed I was and the message that I assumed that I was putting out there was not reaching the person that I wanted to do business with. So question number one, if you're taking notes is who do you want to do business with? And for me, it was, I, I was targeting the affluent person in Spokane. So who's my, you know, my market here because I'm a hyper local business in real estate. Um, and so I just wrote out, here's exactly who I want to work with. And so if you've been doing business for a while, um, this is a tool that Buckwise, who's on our podcast before, go back, listen to the episode. It's amazing. He's a personal branding expert. Um, but he said, pick your top two clients. If you could work with that person every day, who would it be? And so I did, and I picked them and I interviewed them. And so the person that I actually wanted to work with was nothing like the image that I was portraying and that I was attracting. So these people said, both of them said the same thing to me. You seemed like really luxury and fancy and we're just not those people. And I was like, oh, crazy. Now, luckily I had personal connection. So they still called me. And once we talked to them, I was like, you know, we ended up doing business, but Mm -hmm. they're like, if I'm just looking at the brand and the message that you're putting out on social media, like we were not your target clients. Like we felt, we almost felt uncomfortable calling you and working with Mm. you. And I was like, dang. And so that's just an understanding of, you know, asking that question, who do I want to work with and who are they? What do they do? So they're like, we go hiking and we wear flannels, but you know what? We also have a lot of money and we're responsible and we're successful. And so my assumption of what success looked like in my potential client was super incorrect because I was just taking my assumptions. So that's a really important one to do. So whether you're selling shampoo or um, you're running a service business or you're selling t-shirts, ask yourself who is the person I want to work with and what do I know about them? Like all the details. And then step two is figuring out how do we talk to them? So I no longer did, if you've been following me for a while or our real estate team for about two years straight, we would do these weekly um, tours of luxury homes. My target demographic didn't want to buy a luxury home. (laughs) So I stopped doing them and I started talking to them in a way that connected. I started talking more about my family. I started sharing my dogs um, telling stories about just our life and our entrepreneurship, our flip house stuff that I knew that that person would be attracted to. And the mm-hmm. second, not the second I started doing it, but I saw an immediate change in the way that my content was translating to me actually earning money. Cause that's the point, right? We're all doing this cause we want to grow our business. We want people to spend money with us. Um, and so point number two is just understanding how to talk to them. And here's the most important part is it has to be authentic. Right. Right. People are going to smell your BS. There's enough BS online. So I'm not, what I'm not saying is find the person you want to talk to and figure out how to get along with them or how to relate to them. If the person you want to work with is not someone you can relate to, you're probably going to have a really hard time actually getting that message out authentically. So you have to just look within yourself and ask yourself, like, how do I relate? So, um, 
I'm thinking of my sister-in-law as an example for some reason. So she uh, works with Monate. I think she's been doing Monate for a little over a year. I can't remember. So if she was sitting in front of me, hey, Joe, hope you're listening. If not, I'll share this episode (laughs) with you. Uh, But if I was talking to her, she's a first-time mom. They have a two-year-old. She is, um, she works at a hospital. Um, I would tell her, like, speak to the woman who relates to you. Because the story about your toddler, she just shared this. So I feel they're um, putting my nephew into speech therapy. He's two. He hasn't started talking yet. Um, Sharing that content, that's going to build connection and relationship. Probably more so than look how healthy my hair is, which her her hair transformation is freaking wild. Um, So uh, Alyssa and I are both moaning supports. We love it. It works. Yeah, we are. I love it. We don't sell it, but we can recommend you to people. Um, so what we're what we're doing when we're putting out content is at, like too many people overthink it and they're trying to sell something. No, we're just trying to build relationships. So to really simplify it, and I know already this is just so much, if I could tell you two things, it'd be build relationships and start conversations. So we are building a digital marketing agency around those two things is we're building trust and we're starting conversations because that's what translates to business, right? People don't want to be sold. They want to shop with friends. So if that person is my friend, whether we haven't met face to face, and this is the beauty of social media is I can connect with someone across the country who's like, Oh my gosh, I have a rescue dog too. Oh, Hey, by the way, I actually, I saw that you do the shampoo thing. What'd you do with your hair? I'm still talking about my Jolie reference. (laughs) Hey, Joe, hope it's okay. I'm just giving you a free audit that you didn't ask for. Um, Oh my gosh. Yes. That's the kind of stuff that's going to translate. And that's how um, I guess I I wish I had this a little bit more organized, but another point um, that I want to point out to you guys is that you don't need to be an influencer. You don't need to have thousands of followers. Stop striving to have more followers Strive to have better relationships, which translate to better engagement with as many people as you have. Now, building new relationships is always going to be great, but I know people who have a thousand followers and they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars because what they're doing is, um, I saw this online and I thought it was brilliant. Treat your TikTok feed like it's a Facebook group. So we've Mm -hmm. all been a part of a Facebook group, right? We get added in for challenges or specific things. What are the people in that group talking about? It's a very specific thing that they're all related to. They all understand. They all need help. Talk to that group over and over again, and you're going to build trust and relationships with the people who are actually your potential customers, right? So hopefully that's helpful. That's another that stigma. So good. Like, I just wish it could be broken because people are trying to go viral and they're trying to get more mm-hmm. followers, um, and that's not the point. Right now, if you follow me on TikTok right now, you're like Taylor. You're a damn hypocrite. Okay, I'm trying to reach a thousand followers because then I can start advertising. <laughs> I want to advertise a new business. Uh, so sorry for being a hypocrite on that point. But um, so that's what I've been working on is understanding like how do I actually connect with my audience, you know, and how do I not strive like if that reel gets 500 views. Mm-hmm. But I start five conversations with people in my community who are my followers who might become customers in the future or refer me to someone that has way more valuable, more value than right. getting thousands of views. Because let me tell you guys, I've got thousands of views on videos. Guess what it did for me? Nothing. 
Right. Gave me a high for about five minutes. I was like, babe, I got 20,000 views on my video. Mm-hmm. And he's like, cool. What did that do for me? Absolutely nothing. Right. Half of them live in different countries where I can't even speak their language or I could never provide them a service. It was invaluable. So just remember well, what you're focusing on. And I think there is a stigma to, I don't know where I'm going with this, but like going viral because like yes. same thing. So there's a, um, a video that we posted of Bennett. I mean, and it mm-hmm. has like 150,000 views. And I was like, yes, like oh, we made it. Like this is going to be awesome. Like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like this is going to be a transition. And like you said, it mm-hmm. did nothing. Right. Yeah. Absolutely it's- nothing. Yeah. And then you get there and then you feel defeated and you're like, oh, no. Because you're so, like, your next video didn't go by, you know, or whatever. Right. Get that many. And you're like, okay, right. well, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have, I have two things to say to that. So, yes, thank you for sharing that example. That's awesome. So unless your goal is to be a lifestyle influencer and right. that video of you putting on your makeup and being pretty that might translate to brand deals is your goal then you don't need to focus on going viral because like we've both said, it doesn't actually translate Um, when you do. So if it happens, which if it happens, that's great. It could happen to you. And I I would love to go viral on some things. That would be good because here's why. What people don't do when that happens is they don't know how to leverage that opportunity. Hmm. And I've missed opportunities as well. So people go viral and they just, they go, I can sit back and relax Like my effort is over. I just have to keep creating some TikToks and the people are going to come to me. That is absolutely not true. Um, So Alex Earl, have you heard of Alex Earl? She is world famous on TikTok right now. She's a college student. She's this pretty beautiful, tiny, skinny, rich, blonde girl. Of course, gag me. I hate that. Can we stop making famous people just be skinny bitches? Sorry, I I hate it. It's obnoxious. It's it's a terrible propitiation. Anyway, I won't get on that (laughs) soapbox, but... The reason that she is so successful is because she has compounded on the attention that she is getting and she's done Mm -hmm. it masterfully. So two years ago, almost two years ago, when I turned 30, The Rock posted me on his page. The mother freaking rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, Here's how that happened. (laughs) So cool. Still the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. So here's how that happened. The Rock has a tequila. Well, I just, I love The Rock. He's been my celebrity crush for years. I feel like he's gotten really way more famous and it's been cooler to love The Rock, but I've loved The Rock since day one. I just want to put that out there so I can feel special. (laughs) Uh, He launched his tequila brand, Terramana Tequila, um, I think the same year as I turned 30. So for my 30th birthday, we went to Palm Springs, we rented a house, and I was like, I'm going to make a Terramana commercial for The Rock. I'm going to ask him to wish me happy birthday. That would just be the coolest thing for my 30th. So my friends and I, we got in the pool, we had the bottle of tequila, we shot these videos, like directed it, took some pictures, then I posted it on my 30th birthday. So I provided him value, I provided his Mm -hmm. company value, um, and I got people on my side, right? So I started, I got their attention, right? Right. Um, And provided value. So I posted the video and I asked everyone who followed me, hey guys, please tag The Rock and Tara Mon, I would love for him to wish me a happy birthday. So he did. Or excuse me, it didn't happen immediately. Here's, this is really important. So my birthday is June 2nd. We posted the video on June 2nd. Got a lot of likes from my followers. People tagged, people tagged. The next day, so 24 hours went by, nothing. 
And I was like, dang it. I tried. It was fun. Um, Terramana, so his tequila brand, uh, responded. They liked my video. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, I did it. This is going to happen. 12 hours later, nothing. Then they messaged me. And they said, hey, happy birthday. Thanks so much for doing this. This is awesome. I provided value for them. I gave them free branding, which was right. also a huge part of what they were doing too. They did like every Friday they would post um, someone drinking the tequila. So I, I looked at that. I went I went to where the people were, looked at mm-hmm. what they wanted to hear, and I gave it to them. Um, and so the next day after that, they messaged me and said, happy birthday. Thanks so much for celebrating with us. And I was like, Cool. And then time went on. So I think it was like four days later. So let this be a testimony. It wasn't the day of, four days Mm -hmm. later. And what I'm sure happened is the team sent it to The Rock and there was lots of conversations like, hey, should we do this? And so Mm -hmm. I think it was on June 8th, um, The Rock reposted my, where's my, hold on, I have it framed. It's in a box somewhere. I'm sorry, The Rock. Oh no, it's on my husband's desk. But almost a week later, he posted. So it wasn't my birthday, but- I still continued to follow up, get the attention. And here's the other thing I did. Everyone that engaged on that photo, I went back, I commented. I said, hey, thank you so much. Could you share this again? Can you share this to your stories? Like, keep tagging the rock. I was active. I was engaged. I wasn't just setting it there, hoping it would do something. Right. And then a week later, later, Dwayne the Rock Johnson put me on his feed with bazillion followers and said, happy birthday, Taylor. And guess what? I didn't stop there. Every damn person that commented on that post on the rocks, you better believe I like he gets thousands of comments, you guys. Right. I spent a couple of hours just going through liking, following, liking, commenting, following, engaging with those people. That's a lot of work. I think Mm -hmm. I got like 900 followers from that happening. And I've since lost quite a bit of them because like they're not my target audience. They're the rocks. But I leveraged it. And so when you Mm -hmm. do go viral, there's your equation to leverage is engage, start conversations, like thank people who are commenting on your post. So when we do go viral, that's cool. I think a lot of the reason that it doesn't do anything is either it's getting to the wrong people who aren't our customers anyways, or we're just Mm -hmm. not leveraging it right. So good. That was really big. (laughs) Really big soapbox. So um, what are, we're at 30 minutes. So I want to, um, I hope this has been valuable for you guys. I know we're talking about where do we start and I have been bouncing around a little bit, but um, build out that foundation. And I have, I have like my three biggest pieces of advice that I would give people. Um, So as you start actually um, either creating the content for the first time, or maybe we're going to reframe and, and start repositioning your messaging online is Um, do these three things is figure out what your messaging needs to be. So I always recommend having what we call Ryan Serhant calls them your three brand pillars. So what are the three things about me and about my business that are going to help build those relationships, build trust in my profession and connect to people. Um, So for me, I know Alyssa has seen them change. Like it took me a while to figure out what this was. Um, But what I have determined, and this is even now, if you're following me, you can see a shift is right now um, I'm shifting out of positioning real estate at the forefront and I'm digital marketing. I'm a marketing expert. Um, I always put my dogs. I always connect with people who have dogs. I love my dogs. We don't have kids yet. I'm sure when we have kids, it'll be a lot of kid and dog. 
Um, but I put that out there and then I like to talk about um, personal development. That's why we have the podcast here. So I'm super passionate about personal development, um, spirituality, health, all that stuff. And so I share that with people and those are my, those are my pillars. So every time that I'm putting out a piece of content, almost everything except for the one-off, it's under one of those three pillars or categories. So figure out what your pillars are. That's your messaging. And then the second thing is never assume that someone heard you the first time. So this is such a good lesson for me when I had an assistant who was managing my social media, we would always come and be like, well, we've already talked about home buying. We've already talked about selling. Like now what do we talk about? Mm-hmm. And it was like this really stupid light bulb. And I think I learned this from Gary Vee because go watch a, movie or a video from Gary Vee 10 years ago. He's still saying the same damn stuff. Right. Right. He's just saying mm-hmm. it in unique ways and translating it through today's technologies, but yeah. he's saying the same thing. And that's why he's been so successful. Um, and so I tell people, figure out how to say the same thing again and again and again. Never assume they heard you the first time because, sorry to, t- sorry to spoil, <laughs> spoil yourself. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the people who are watching your video don't care about you the way we care about ourselves. They don't hear yeah. that. 60 second video on Instagram that they were probably listening to while they were distracted. If they were listening, they might've just been reading the captions, but mm-hmm. we created this great piece of content that educated them, inspired them. And it went in one ear and maybe like had a little spot in their memory and then went back up. Right. So what do we have to do? We're going to tell them that every damn week. Here's what the home buying process looks like. Here's why you want to use the rejuvenate hair oil, mm-hmm. which is magical. Um, so we're going to find new creative ways to keep telling them the same thing over and over and over through our messaging. Right. Um, and guess what? If someone notices, awesome. It means they're listening. They're paying attention. But because what, what I think all of us who have built companies through online marketing have experienced is, is burnout. You get burnt out. You mm-hmm. struggle to be consistent which is just a waste of all the hard work you've put out. Um, And we feel like we're getting nowhere. We're not progressing. When in fact, if you're carrying out this model, that's what's actually going to be successful. Go look, excuse me, go look at any successful influencer or just someone with some high notoriety who you follow in your industry and watch what they're doing. And I almost guarantee you they're doing this. They're saying the same messaging through different content. Mm-hmm. over and over again because they're building that relationship, you're building the rapport, you're connecting, and then when the time is right, those conversations start and once that conversation starts, that's your opportunity to yeah. take that and translate it to business. So There's good. Your There's your starting point, guys. <laughs> and do this by telling stories. Maybe next time on our next episode about um around marketing, let's talk about the power of storytelling and how to do that. That's a really big one. So um, yeah, I guess I want to close on my end with this unless you have another question, but I would say, um, first and foremost, just a reminder, don't discount yourself. You have all of the resources that you need on a phone in apps, spend some time on YouTube. You can learn in five minutes how to edit a video. Um, it doesn't have to be beautiful and professional to be effective. So take a step back, or if you're just starting, start here by understanding Who's the person that you want to work with? Find out everything about them. Understand how you connect with them and how to talk to them. 
and then create your messaging and start saying the same thing over and over to to them again in their language and create those conversations, build relationships and watch your business bloom. Bam. I love it. I'm also just like taking mental notes too because I'm so in it right now. I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you, yeah, Taylor. Yeah, I need to do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. honestly, it becomes a lot more fun. Like, I mean, working and building a business on social media is it's a full time job. It's a lot. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm, we're currently handling. We have transitioned to doing some social media and digital marketing management for local companies, and we're managing six accounts right now. It's a lot of work. It's yeah. full time. I get it. Um, but once you build out these foundations, it becomes really easy to replicate. And then you actually end up enjoying it because you're talking about the thing you love. It becomes, I don't know, it just becomes something you want to produce versus something you have to produce. Right. So I love it. There you go, guys. That's where to start. We got through one question. I told you. Yeah. Well, no, and I think I think it's no, I think it's good because then we can um again, tired. Um, we can like hyper focus on that one question and then you can like go into more detail about it. So I think it'll be good. We'll just kind of slowly mm-hmm. slowly start. And this mm-hmm. I, I hope that this I mean this what we've talked about today can help anyone, no matter what yeah. stage you are at building your business or building your brand, we could all use an audit. Um, mm-hmm. We can all always improve. Um, so yeah. if, if this was helpful to you and you know someone um, who could use this, which is just about everyone in business, I would, we would really appreciate if you would share this episode, um, tag Alyssa and I in your social media. We'll put our handles down below so if you're not following us yet, but um we're just really passionate about this. And again, you guys, like I've spent years, truly years and thousands of dollars yeah, learning this stuff um, through coaching, through experience, through paying to have this stuff done. Um, I've invested a lot into this, but what I've learned has been so impactful. Um, that brings me back to that Tony Robbins comment or uh, quote, excuse me. Like when you get something good, like you have to share it. This is stuff that I'm like, I have to share. Um, And I know we'll help you grow and change. And that's why we're here. So thanks for being here. Please share it with someone. Please let us know that you listened. And uh, we'll see you for the next episode. Thanks for showing up with us again. Anything else before we head out, Alyssa? Let us know if you want to. I would say let us know if they let – pause (laughs) you got it (laughs) if you want to hear anything specifically about marketing let us know because then it could be a question that we ask and taylor goes over yeah totally send us a dm we also Mm -hmm. have an email that i believe is i can't remember our email hold up hold on i'm pulling it up make a podcast at gmail it is makeawaypodcast at gmail.com. All one word, no uppercases. Makeawaypodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Send us an email with your topics, any questions. We love to address questions, mm-hmm. um, whether it's in marketing, real estate, building a business, entrepreneurship, health, lifestyle. We got you. All right. That's Happy all we day. got. We made it through. We did it again. <laughs> we were unprepared and it just came out naturally. So It did. Uh, <laughs> 
We love y'all. We appreciate. Please subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review. We really want to start building this thing. It's been a passion project. We're ready to reach more people. Um, yeah. And we can only do it with your help. So thanks for being here. We'll see you next time.